Welcome back, everyone, to episode six of the Nosebleeds. I got Colin Martin to my right. Hello. Ban and Crowley to my left. Hello. We we have a big week this week. A lot of things to talk about. Let's start off with the NBA All Star Game. It was a short weekend. Very uneventful and eventful. Uh, Colin, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to cap it off, uh, <laughs> Team LeBron won 170 to 150. Uh, Anthony Simons won the dunk contest, Steph Curry won the three-point contest, and Sabonis won the skills challenge. Uh, they, those may have come to surprise to some people, but overall, I think what Cam was shooting for is that there was a lot going on in one day, but the events themselves didn't really stand out. I think a lot of people agree the highlight of the night was the three-point contest. That was the only thing that really seemed to be interesting. A lot of, a lot of energy. I thought that, that was one. the most boring part really? of the whole weekend. Yes. That three-point I thought no, the most exciting was part cool. was when it ended. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Was, I didn't care about it until Steph Curry was shooting. Yeah, exactly. It was kind of a mess. Uh, I think Adam Silver learned that in the future, having it all in one night won't be successful. I know they did it for COVID reasons this year, but uh, this brings back the question, which I've, I'll just go out and ask, like, should we, should the NFL, NBA even had an all-star weekend or day. Yes, before year. I was thinking they should, but after watching that, it was just atrocious, and I think they should not have had that weekend. I think they just should have had, like, as they're saying, all the people go back to their families what for, like, the weekend and stuff. What do you think was the worst part? What disappointed you the most about it? Definitely that dunk contest. I mean, that was... You get three bum players. <laughs> no one even knows about them. Um, I knew who all three of them were. Well, I... I knew like a couple, of, you know, but they aren't like mainstream players who are usually in it. Like they'll be like Cassius a couple. Stanley of, was one of the best high school players. He went to yeah Duke. high school players, but like no one really knows about them. You know, not not a lot of people. Oh my god, dude, I can't. But, like, <laughs> Do you know who they were, Colin? Yeah. But casual. <laughs> yeah, the casuals didn't know who was in the dunk contest. Exactly, so they yeah. got all mad. The yeah, average exactly. NBA fan doesn't know the people that Exa- were in the dunk yeah, contest. Yeah, exactly. But like, as normal years there's usually like one or two like superstars well, in there's it. usually four yeah so yeah i think but the fact the fact that there was less people in all the events was super weird i think a three-point contest had the same amount of people but the skills challenge had two less than usual oh, yeah. and the dunk contest that missing that one person is kind of big because that's like three dunks you miss seeing and it was kind of weird well, and the final round was stupid the final round was stupid i think anthony simon's dunked better than obi Toppin the whole night until the last round and that's the round where Simon gets the edge. I don't know. It was kind of weird. Those things are always a toss up because we can't just sit back here and look at stats on those type of things. We just yeah, like I could have done better yeah. than those guys. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you could. Yeah. He doesn't even play basketball. Yeah, if we <laughs> lowered the rim down a little bit. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he dunked it on 12 feet. I can move it down. Yeah, you, 12 feet. Well, no, but when he took it from, like, the oh, Nerf yeah, hoop or whatever. Yeah, the Nerf hoop, yeah. yeah. I could have done that if that was, like, eight feet and the hoop rim was six feet. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the All-Star game itself, uh, it was kind of... There were definitely some cool moments, but as a whole, it was pretty boring. Yeah. Team LeBron held the lead the whole game. They won by 20. LeBron drafted the better team. They played better. It was weird that when we did our All-Star mock draft, uh, like, two episodes ago... We accounted for the fact that Katie wouldn't be playing, and they didn't account for that, which left the teams really unbalanced. And also, Katie's terrible at drafting, so LeBron's team in real life just got stacked. And LeBron barely even played, and his team just won by 20. And I'm pretty sure Katie's charity is pretty pissed about that. Well, I think after Katie was out, Flight uh, predicted the score, just the wrong teams. The wrong teams, yeah. So that shows how great he is. I think with Katie (laughs) out and LeBron drafting Giannis first, that was the game right there. 
Gian people are mad about the All-Star MVP too. Giannis didn't miss a Who's shot. Who's upset about that? I see everyone. Oh, I didn't see anyone. Oh, really? I saw a ton that. of people upset about that. People are saying Curry. People want to game. You're on the wrong side of the NBA Twitter then. I guess so. But yeah, I don't think there's a right side. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Giannis won the MVP, rightfully so. I, well, there's I don't think there's a right side. I think most of it's terrible. But yeah, kind of a mess. But as a whole, I mean, Giannis, he didn't miss a shot. Played really well. And he took two threes, too. Yeah. Yeah, like, what, 34 points? Something like that. Yeah. I don't even know. 35, I think, maybe. 36, actually. <laughs> oh, LeBron right. didn't even play 20 minutes, so. Yeah. I mean, it was just kind of a boring night in general. It was the worst All-Star game I've ever seen, but it wasn't. It was just an All-Star game. It was game. uneventful, you know? It wasn't really, like, there wasn't a lot of big plays that happened. There was just... And really, with no fans it's more there, of a three-point contest yeah. than an All-Star game. The two game. biggest moments of the night were, like, Two random shots right before halftime when Curry and Lillard hit well, those and goals. the game yeah. winner was a half court shot. Yeah, but, yeah, but even it, it doesn't really matter. The game would have ended they lost like, like twenty anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I guess last year's was so good with this format because the teams were decently even, and you saw like Lowry taking charges in like the final minutes and stuff, yeah. and like a lot of competition. And this year, even with this format, it felt like there was no competition. Nobody really cared. Yeah. Well, because going into it, we nope. knew who was going to win. LeBron said straight up he didn't want to be there. So, I mean, he did say that. I don't know. Yeah, well, LeBron says a lot of things, too. So <laughs> Yeah, but LeBron is the god of the NBA. Or the world. Yeah. Anything <laughs> he does goes. So. That is true. All right, so last episode, me and Banning talked about uh, the Blake Griffin signing. Kind of towards the end of the episode, only for a second. So, we just want to get Cam's opinion on it real quick. How do you feel? Um... I think it was kind of a strange pickup because he's battled injuries lately and he's not as good of a player or even close to as he was. Um, I think it's more of a publicity stunt, stunt trying to get him a ring. Um, because you see like how ESPN and Bleach Report, they post all this stuff and it's like, oh, Blake Griffin's going to the Nets. Blake Griffin's going nuts, and then you know how like they'll do the highlight reels. Yeah, it'll be off in like 2012, 2013. Yeah, I think a lot of people mm -hmm. agree. With Blake Griffin's not close to what he was. Yeah, is there a team you think would have been able to use him better, or do you think Nets were a good place to land? I like Nets were a good place to land because it's kind of with him. What do you think? You're giving me like this eye roll here. Blake Griffin, Griffin Johnson, Peter Griffin. Doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter what team he goes. I don't to think it was a publicity stuff. Yeah, I think that team they have the most or second most publicity in the league right now for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's but, no different than signing Antonio Brown. I honestly, well, I mean, Antonio Browns. But Blake Griffin could still make an impact. He's a really good playmaker for a power four. It's something that he used to be terrible at, and now with all of his injuries and the fact that he's getting older, that's one of the only things he actually is really good at. Then off that Nets bench, I mean, they don't have a lot of people off that bench that are super impressive, to be honest. They have a couple young guys, you like know. Who? They have Nick Claxton. <laughs> they have, uh, I mean, yeah, Joe Harris. They have Joe Harris off the bench sometimes, but usually he starts. Yeah. Either way, I mean, it's someone good off the bench. Yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people say the signing makes them worse, which makes no sense to yeah, me. It really does. How do you get worse when you have the top three best? Top they, ten best plays, in and if Blake now. Griffin really makes them worse, they could just not play him. Yeah, I don't understand. Exactly. I don't understand that. Well, I, obviously, you're on the wrong side of NBA Twitter. <laughs> it really doesn't make them doesn't make them any worse, but 
you know, it's not the most impactful decision ever. Yeah, they're not even gonna make it past. They're not even making it to the final. So yeah, especially if you play the Hawks, especially. <laughs> Do you actually think Nets won't make the finals? I think no, Nets won't make the finals. I think they will not make the finals. I don't know. I think I don't see who knocks them off. Because the at the start, pushing the line next to the finals. They haven't beat the Sixers this year. At this, I know, but at this, it was a close one last night. You almost uh. Close one? What? They won by you, twenty. You almost scared. Joel Embiid almost tore his ACL. That was, that was a scary fall. I don't think he would have torn his ACL from that. Oh, Marcus really. Cousins did. Well, okay. I don't know about all that, but yeah, Joel Embiid the other night, he, uh, what was his injury? He strained something. He had yeah, a bone yeah. bruise. Yeah, bone bruise. He's out like two to three weeks right now. I mean, we'll see if that occurs through the rest, rest of the season. Hopefully not. You always want all NBA teams to have all their players. I don't. Okay. As an NBA fan <laughs> perspective, not as a Celtics fan, you always want every team to be at their fullest. You don't yeah, want hopefully Tatum does the same thing. Pat <laughs> <laughs> <Pie> your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... It's it's cool. It's we're gonna see what happens when it gets to playoff time. What's kind of boring about NBA that I see a lot of people that aren't fans complain about is that the regular season just kind of rides out and people don't care. Teams really only care about getting like 50 wins and then they just wait for the playoffs. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting. I think I personally think that's make the finals. I think they're a finals team right now. They have too much star power and Harden having the guts to step back a little and make more passes and stop worrying so much about his shooting. I think is a huge help for the Nets. So I think it'll be cool. They're definitely not a lock though. I agree with that. A lot, a lot can happen. A lot's gonna change too. Yeah. We're just gonna see. Yeah. Not yeah. even at the trade deadline yet. Maybe they'll make the Eastern semifinals. <laughs> Depends on who they play in the first round. That's true. You never know. I, against the Hawks. I don't think they're gonna, whoever they play in the first round, they're not gonna sweep them. Unless it's some bum team. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be interesting. Uh. All right, so in our notes right here, we have most overrated NBA player. And it says Banning Explained. I assume it's about Ben Simmons. Yeah, so I was watching the game last night, and this uh, Wizards announcer, you know, Wizards are down by 20, like they always are, because they're terrible. I won't take Wizards slander, right? You see Westbrook's new cut? One of the third worst teams in the NBA. Rockets are obviously the first worst. What are they, 14 losing streak or whatever? They lost see, they were like 0-14 without Christian Wood. Christian Wood got hurt, and they immediately... Lost every yeah. single game. Yeah, so then this guy, he's like, yeah, you know what? Out of nowhere, I don't even know where it came from. He's like, Ben Simmons is the most overrated player in the NBA. <laughs> Tobias Harris should be getting more recognition than him. And as a certified not Tobias Harris fan, um, I don't know if I think he's the most overrated player in the NBA. I think it's stupid because in his explanation, I, I understand thinking Simmons is overrated because... Like whatever, if that's yes. if that's what you feel, that's what you feel. A lot of people feel that way, but in his tweet explaining it, he said, "Yeah, I mean Simmons, you know, he's gonna be a DPOY one day. He's got great potential. He's a great player, but I just think he's the most overrated player in the NBA. I don't think those two line up yeah. at all. I don't <laughs> the think leading he, defensive yeah. player. He's the leader. No, right and now the guy that and the guy that said that says that he thinks Ben Simmons will win Defensive Player of the Year." I, if someone wins Defensive Player of the Year, I don't think they could possibly be the most overrated player in Unless the league. You Simmons can't be the most yeah. overrated player in the league if Andre Drummond is still playing. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is only that good is at so getting true. rebounds. He, <laughs> Not even anymore. It's like, you never even see him yeah, put up a He gets like anymore, 10 like, rebounds when he used yeah. to get like 20 a game. Yeah. But, you know, if the Nets get him, they're winning yeah, the finals. Like, okay. well, I mean, if the Lakers get him, he's a scrub. If the Nets get him, he's like an all-star. 
that's that's NBA Twitter for you. When the Lakers get anyone, they're an okay role player. When the Nets get them, they're a bona fide yeah. superstar. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, I I don't, I, I don't think that Wizards announcer has uh, any validity with well, that statement. Well, they were at that point they were losing by twenty without Embiid and and if yeah. Simmons was in. I think they would have been up by 35, so... If we're going to talk about publicity stunt, I got people talking about this random guy. He's a Wizards announcer. I mean, respect to him, because I have no idea who he is, but I I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. Good job. You got your 15 seconds of fame, bud. Pretty much. (laughs) Now go back to announcing the team that will have the first pick in the next 13 years. (laughs) Maybe number two. You're right, dude. (laughs) A lot of hate. Yeah, I'll give the Rockets number one. All right, so we mentioned the trade deadline for like three seconds earlier, but let's actually dig deep into it. Let's talk about one, what teams should make moves, and two, like where players like, I don't know, Lowry, Kevin Love, Beal, Levine, Old Depot, John Collins, any of those guys. Like, what's a move that you want to see happen? Let's talk about like, I think the way we should do it, we say one move that we really think will happen and one move we would think like should happen. But what what we want to see versus what could happen. I can start us off with that because that's kind of a lot to throw. Yeah. I think... I gotta ingest that real quick. Yeah. I gotta digest that real quick. I think one move we will see happen, I think Oladipo to a team like the Nuggets is bound to happen because that Rockets team is so awful, but Oladipo still has a spark to him. He's shooting terrible from the field right now. But that's because... He's averaging like 20 points, though. Yeah, that's because he's not getting open. And that Rockets team, they got to move on. They have a couple young guys that are all right. They have Christian Wood, who's great. And then they have Jayshon Tate, who's all right. They have uh, KPJ, who's okay. So I think they need to move on from Oladipo. The Nuggets, if they can get a shooting guard that's better than... That's better than, like, Gary Harris or whoever they're running right now, I think that would push them towards the finals more. And... That's what I think will happen. One thing I think would be cool to happen is if we saw someone like Kyle Lowry get out, go to the the Heat, the Sixers, something the like heat. that. Heat. The Heat would be cool. I don't think that would. Yeah, have him go to the Heat. This is a want. This is yeah. the Old Depot thing. I think actually could happen. Keep him. <laughs> I don't want him. <laughs> I think Lowry on the Sixers would be fine. With them beat out, they're gonna trade for Lowry yeah. now. <laughs> He's only out for like two or three weeks. Yeah, but still, why would they trade for Lowry? Because Lowry's... What would you trade for Kyle Lowry? I don't think the Raptors have a high buying point right now. I think, like... Yeah, but why would the Sixers want Lowry? Why not? It's it's a push. The, Lowry's a winner, honestly. I think... Why you, would they need Lowry when they already have the most overrated player in the league? Because the most overrated player in the league can also play power forward. And defense? I think Lowry... I don't know. I think it would be a good fit. I know you're not a big fan of it, but... I think, in a way, it makes sense. Get some ball handling off of Simmons. Yeah, but then you have Seth Curry, you have Tyrese Maxey, you have... Tyrese Maxey would definitely be included in the trade yeah. to the Raptors. Or at least Seth Curry. Yeah, but I mean, you get him for one year, and if you don't win, then that's just a waste of... Training. I know, but he's from the area, too. I, th- I think if it works out, he can definitely resign, and if not, then I don't think the asking value is too much where it would, like, diminish anything you got the Sixers have done. so. I don't really... I'm not a big fan of it, but... I wouldn't... I, I'd, I'd personally like people. to see it. Yeah. Well, well, I'm a Sixers fan, and I personally wouldn't <laughs> like to see it. So, hey, I think I'd personally like to see the Celtics trade Jason Tatum for a, a second round pick. <laughs> That's I like what I want. I like to see everyone gone besides Tatum, Brown, and Smart oh. and Williams. Yeah, I mean, you s- yeah, you used to say Smart before, and now you've switched. Because before you said they should get rid of Smart. Yeah. yeah. Then he comes back and he actually plays good. Yeah. We just missed him. 
Have you guys, what are, um, you don't even have to say both, but a move you just think would be interesting or that you'd want to see for a team? A move, well, a lot of things, but um, I feel like a good move would, like a Kem- Kemba, I'm thinking who else is on that team on the bench right now. Kemba, Williams, Grant Williams, to like Washington for Russ. I feel like that'd be a good move. I've heard about, yeah, people want Russ and Celtics. Yeah, um, I don't know why you would want Grant Williams on your team. <laughs> well, the Wizards, the Wizards are, are, are a bum like, franchise. Yeah, yeah Grant Williams. But Grant Williams is also a bum too, so. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, the Celtics have, they did offer a couple first round picks for Grant from the Pistons, yeah, so you yeah. could see that happen, but I don't think they would trade him. I'd be uh, happy with breaking out. Jeremy Grant would be awesome to have. And they were trying to get uh, Vucevic too, but they kind of stopped with that. Also, I saw that. I don't, yeah, I don't but, think Vucevic will go to the Celtics. I would, I would like it. But I'd say ninety nine percent of the trade rumors are false. Every time the Celtics are in a trade rumor, we do something completely different. You and then five years later, it comes out. Oh my God, they're so close to getting this deal done. Yeah, you didn't see a single Kyrie trade rumor, and then it just happened yeah. randomly when that happened. How about you, Benny? About trade deadline? Uh, I think the Sixers should get some um, bench depth, especially with. And beat out, maybe try to get a good backup power forward. For because I don't know about Mike Scott. Mike Scott can make threes when he's hot, but when he's not, he's just absolutely terrible. And Dwight Howard's the worst free throw shooter I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And he's just doing doing nothing where he takes a step back because he, he shoots takes them a too step far. back to the left. He and then he airballs them. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't think any of those guys that you name, like Beal, Levine, I don't think they'll get traded. Oladipo, yeah, yeah. I definitely think will. Who else was on there? Uh, Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love. I don't think he will. I feel like he'll, he'll think, sign with like the yeah. Nets or the Lakers yeah, in free agency. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think John Collins is out. That was one I read. On I think John list. Collins might. He's been rumored to be traded the past yeah. like three years. Yeah, I think John yeah. Collins will leave the Hawks in free agency, though, because the yeah. Hawks have said straight up they don't think he's a max contract type of player. And whether I agree with that to an extent, but someone's going to give it to him. Yeah. A team like the Kings well, or I someone think, along I think John Collins is good. I just feel like he's... He's not a max for sure, but... Yeah, yeah. no, but I think he's kind of pushed behind Trey yeah. Young. You know, I think he's, he's kind of underrated. Yeah, yeah. he's really he's good. good potential. Yeah. And then he's a restricted free agent, so the Hawks will be able to match anything anyone wants to give him, but uh, it'll come to a point where a team offers too much money, and I don't think the Hawks will do it. Yeah. Especially because they drafted him. I don't America. think... Yeah, they don't yeah. need to. Yeah. Yeah, I still think he'll he'll do good in a couple years too. On Yucca? Yeah, yeah, he's a good player. He hasn't really got a shot this year. He could do good too from uh, Illinois. Yeah, center Cockburn. Oh, uh, really Cockburn. Well. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty good guy. <laughs> pretty good bodying them in the paint. Yeah, he's actually not that bad. He's not gonna go high in the draft, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, let's talk about the MVP race now with Embiid's injury. I mean, does. Do we think Embiid will step back into being? Because at this point, he had pretty much solidified himself as the number one guy. Not, not apparent. Not uh, according to Lakers fans. Well, I, I think it's not LeBron. Well, That's my. I, feel like, I don't know. LeBron's right there for some reason. I, I don't I know feel why. Like it depends on how long his injury is. If it, if he comes back and he just tanks, I think it'll be a closer race. But I think you see a guy put up numbers like this as a center. I think it's kind of no debate. 
Yeah, I mean, if Embiid comes back and plays like how he's playing right now, or pre-injury. Yeah, I don't I, know if he'll win it. Yeah, it's he gonna was be out tough. for two weeks, and LeBron. Well, now that he's out, LeBron's gonna move up no matter what. Yeah, yeah and then true. someone has to pass LeBron. I really think Jokic should be in front of LeBron. I, yeah. I, I people talk yeah. about team success, but LeBron's not winning games for the Lakers right now. Honestly, LeBron had won in eight years though. <laughs> yeah, no. I know. People just are missing. I, I read through the post and all eight seasons the player played better than LeBron. Yeah. I don't understand. He that. gave Steph Curry two years. He was really good. Yeah. Westbrook uh, triple double season. Hard in that KD. one year. He yeah. wouldn't miss. Like, KD. Yeah, was good that year. Yeah, I think this year MVP is going to be weird. I mean, narrative wise, LeBron might get it. But I really don't think LeBron deserves it. I think Jokic finally pushed the Nuggets into that top half of the playoff picture. Sure. But I really think Embiid could come back and still get it. I mean, I'd rather have Embiid back in a month and a half when he's healthy and yeah. go farther in the playoffs than come back and just to win MVP. That's true. I think... Like, I know it's kind of like a that like six-man award, too, but like a key player award. What? What are you talking about? Like, at the end of the year, like... I know, like, it kind of, like, relates to, like, the six-man award, too. But, like, that key player, like, it's not MVP, but it's, like, a key part of the team that does, like, kind of, like, underrated. But, like, okay. I, Is this I, a question, or are you saying something? I'm just saying, like, I'm just, like, a, an award that, like, at the like end of the year. So you're awards, saying the MVP is a key award? No. Just forget it. Forget okay. I'm lost. You guys are... <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what you're saying. Just forget it. Okay. Uh, moving on. All right. Uh, so, one thing... Uh, we talked about seeding predictions a little, but I think that's going to be really tough right now. Yeah, yeah, I think... I mean, I think we could at least maybe predict, like, top five right now. Where you think at least the top five will be. Yeah. Because I feel like the top five in each division right now, besides maybe the West... I think top five are kind of solidified teams at this point. Yeah, I mean, the, we haven't talked about this in the wild. The last time we looked at this, the Heat were like the 12th seed. And the and Celtics now, were the ninth seed. Yeah, but now both teams have figured it out. So, I mean, in the East right now, let's just work. Let's look at top five. I think that's fair. The yeah. East top five is Sixers, Nets, Bucks, Heat, and Celtics. In order. And the that's West right. is Jazz, Suns, Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets. Do we think there's teams in either conferences that could jump up? And well, I think like, we can start with the West at least. Yeah, let's start but with I the think West. the Jazz were a really good team, and they're going to start to fall off in the second half. That doesn't mean they're a bad team, but they're going to start to fall off a little bit. The Suns are on fire, so I think you no could. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could see the Suns be the number one seed at one point. Anthony Davis is going to be out for a while. I mean, he's been out for a while, but he's going to be out for another two weeks at least. And I don't know how that Lakers team is going to do. I mean, they're four and six in the last ten, and the Clippers are four and six in the last ten. Both of those teams are doing really good. Yeah. So. I mean, it might not be the most popular opinion, but with AD out for a while, I see the Clippers jumping the Lakers at some point. Oh, they were in yeah. front of them. Yeah, too, I know so they I think, fl they flip flop, but yeah. I think PG and Kawhi they start getting more games together because realistically they haven't played together. Like last year, at all. everyone was like, "Well, why aren't they so good together?" Because they play. What do they play? Thirty games maybe in the regular yeah, season yeah. together. Every time Kawhi's out, PG's in, and vice versa. So I think once they get more time on the court together, which they will towards the second half of the season. I feel like they jumped the Lakers, but Honest, yeah, they honestly they might be a sleeper for the playoffs this year too. Yeah, I think by the end of the year it will be something like I don't know. That's actually tough because Jazz could fall down to the second seed. Yeah, I think the Jazz will definitely be in the top three. I mean, 
if you're the Jazz and you get the number one seed, would you rather have the number one seed or the number two seed? Honestly, if you're... I think every team always wants the one seed, but yeah. there's a lot of added pressure that comes with that, especially for a younger team. Yeah. Just depends. And also that home court advantage, especially when we get to... Like, I mean, if you're the Jazz right now, though, would you... If you're the two seed... Well, I mean, right now, if they're the one seed, they play the Mavericks, and two seed, they play the Spurs. I would, yeah, I wouldn't mean... I would think, yeah. like, the Clippers... I would cut the bottom four out, but like yeah. they would either play the Clippers or the Lakers in the first round. Right now, I'd rather play the Lakers. Yeah, me too. But Even if they get Anthony Davis back, I think they might take a skid with him coming yeah. back. We'll see how that goes, though. Uh, switching over to the East, we got Sixers, Nets, Bucks, Heat, Celtics. Uh, does a team like the Knicks have a chance to jump I mean, into that top five? I, I didn't even realize I, that point. I think they're the a very team. underrated team. You know, they're, they're so popular for losing records. Um, I think... I think they're a team that kind of stays steady. They'll make the playoffs, I think. I don't think they'll be a top five team, though. Yeah, I don't I, think there's I any think, way that they make it out of the play. Yeah. They don't make it in the playoffs. The yeah. Hawks and the Raptors. But I think I think they're a first-round exit if they're lucky, a second-round sweep. Yeah, I yeah. don't think there's... I, I mean, if they bought. play any of the top four teams, even the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing with the East, we, I know we're focused on top five, but I mean, as we speak, Hawks and Raptors have the same record, but Hawks are in on a tiebreaker right now. Do we think the Raptors? I think the Raptors will figure it out because yeah. right now the Raptors we'll and the Pacers. What happens? You know, they yeah. can trade Lowry too. They don't even need to figure it out too because of the, um, like the playoff play in yeah play in bracket. Yeah, bracket. Makes no sense, but whatever. Yeah, but I mean, Raptors and Pacers are technically... I mean, well, right out, now, the know. Pacers are 10th and the Hornets are 7th. The Pacers could make it and the Hornets could be out. So, yeah. I don't know who came up with that idea, but, you know, <laughs> great job, Adam Silver. Probably the uh, bad side of NBA Twitter. Probably. <laughs> Goddamn NBA Twitter. Uh, I don't know. We haven't talked about March Madness at all, but, I mean, we're recording this in march we gotta speak on it a little bit well next by the time we do the yeah. next by the time this goes out march madness will be either a day away or it'll start and the bracket yeah. will be decided bracket's decided tomorrow yeah exactly as we're recording. that's what i'm saying Games uh, start next week so i guess we can talk about it a little i don't know how much uh, each of us individually know or have paid attention to it but yeah uh, i mean if you, i can start if you want i have my each like uh, seed listed from one to sixty-four. If you want me to read that out, <laughs> <laughs> you want to see it? And then I have my four on the bubble teams, and then also COVID, and then I predicted the whole entire bracket. Yep, and the playing tournaments. Are you serious? No, I'm joking. <laughs> All right. No, I mean I can start off real quick. We'll just base based off the talking points. Uh, Right now, Gonzaga, a lot of people really like them as the team that they're going to go all the way, which we see all the time. That's what happens because Gonzaga is not a program that has ever really this one-star guy. This year, they have Suggs, who's a really great point guard, but they're really a team that's built around the actual team. Oh, they've had some stars, I feel like. They've had some, but no one... They, not like... Not someone that's... They had some white power forward that was super nasty. I forget which one, though. Why did you have to ping? Because he's a white power forward. Kelly Olynyk, Sabonis went there. Sabonis, yeah, yeah that's a bonus. Um, Rui Hachimura went there. They're pretty good. I think in Gonzaga is the team you always see first every year. I can't but then they they either lose in the championship or like the final four. The Jazz of the NCAA. That, honestly, that's <laughs> that's literally them. They, yeah. They once they hit like the the Sweet Sixteen, they just fall. Like they don't know what to do. 
Yeah, I think they're a team that struggles under pressure usually. I really like their coaching, and I like Suggs. I like Kisper. I mean, they have some good players, but I think I think there's definitely teams. They have a high floor, but not the highest ceiling, if you know what I mean. Like, they're not going to suck, but do they have the boom to hit yeah. to be the champions? Yeah. I think a team like Illinois or Baylor just lost to Oklahoma State, but usually Baylor or even Baylor could still do well. Yeah, or like yeah. Michigan. All of those three teams, those are like two, three, and four in most people's heads. Yeah. I think they all have more boom than Gonzaga, but they also have more potential to be knocked off by some scrub team. Well, Gonzaga, I think, will carry its weight until at least the Sweet 16. I think you have to, March Madness, you always have to have the best team. You can get through with having a good player, but by the time you get to the Elite Eight, if you don't have a good team, you yeah. need those seniors. Yeah. Yeah. You need the guys that have been there before. Because, I mean, it's always nice to have a star freshman. You got, I mean, you look at... That's what happened with Duke. Yeah, exactly. Zion. Also, you look at, like, the best player going into the NBA, NBA draft right now, Cade Cunningham. Amazing freshman, Oklahoma State. They'll, that team is not yeah, that good. That team, that team doesn't have much going on. So I mean, be, if you didn't really think about that and you looked in, you'd be like, they have the best player. I think they have a fair shot. Oklahoma State's really got no good shot. They might surprise a team or two. But I think they could. They'll see like a John Morant type. Yeah, run. they'll, they'll they def- get through the first two games. They'll be then. solid, but um, they're not a team that has elite eight, final four. But potential. then you, it also. I mean, they have. If Cunningham goes off too, yeah. it could also. They could have a Kemba Walker, Walker sort of thing. <laughs> Kemba Walker. They could have a Kemba Walker sort of thing with UConn, yeah. but UConn had a better team around him. So he'll go to Charlotte too. Drafted <laughs> to Charlotte. Yeah, He's him. also only a freshman, so yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. And then, I'm. I mean, the one of the big headlines is that Kentucky and Duke they aren't in it this year. I mean, a lot of those reasons are covid related but also on team success kentucky specifically uh one of their star players uh bj or brandon boston he goes by both he was supposed to come on the scene and just start banking shots and going crazy immediately and he started off so slow and kentucky hasn't even played that awful the second half of the year but their first half was so bad and bj boston really lowered well, especially his especially like this you can't yeah. start off you can't slow. yeah and they've had less opportunities both of them because of covid yeah. Uh, a lot of shooting struggles are kind of the story of Kentucky's life right now. And, I mean, them and Duke are both out. It's yeah. kind of yeah. it's kind of weird to see. First yeah. year since, I think, 19-something. Like like 97. Oh, 97, yeah. North Carolina and Duke haven't been in the ACC championship game. It's yeah. It's kind of interesting to see. It's, inter- it's going to make March Madness a lot more fun, especially for casuals. Because, I mean, usually you see a casual fan. And if they don't know, but they're actually trying to win, they'll always ride in Duke or North Carolina yeah, or yeah. Kansas because they know those teams. But this year, it's a lot different. It's really, especially since no one ever gets those right, it's really just messing around, having fun with it. Well, besides but, me, besides the one year I had my perfect bracket. Right, of course. Yeah. When did you have that? Uh, 2015. Really? Yeah. Do you still have it? Uh, no, I threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think... I mean, obviously, Gonzaga is like the, they're probably my favorite right now to win, even though they're undefeated and, you know, some people think that just because they're undefeated, that doesn't mean anything, but they've been really good, so I think they're still my favorite to win, because I don't feel like there's any other teams that could beat them at this point, but. Yeah, I'm really high on Illinois. Uh, They showed what they were made of against Michigan, and Ayo is an amazing player. 
Uh, he's definitely rising his draft stock. You always see these people in March Madness that go crazy up just because their Carson Edwards comes to mind. He wasn't even going to be close to getting drafted. Yeah. And now he's bouncing around between the Celtics bench and the Red Claws or whatever the G League's doing right now. I, I got, not, a, I got right a fist bump now. from Carson Edwards. <laughs> Big Carson Edwards fans over here. If he wants to come on the podcast, please let us know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, guys like that. He was amazing at Purdue in March Madness, rises his draft stock. AO's already towards the second half of the first round type of guy. He's a guy that moves on into right after the lottery, maybe that 15th spot if he shows what I know he can do. I'm a big supporter of him, you know. Biggest I, fan. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely not, but <laughs> biggest fan in Kittery. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> shout out. Yeah. I mean, who is Illinois kind of your underrated team going into this? I'd say, bracket? I mean, they're rated high, but I think <laughs> they're rated high. A lot of people know about them, obviously. I think they're probably like third in like power rankings and stuff. Yeah. But I think they're projected to get it. They're pro- top two yeah, seat. they're projected to go crazy far, but their team, I really think they'll go all the way. So I guess we can call that underrated. So they're your favorite to win right now? Yeah, I really, I, I'm going to make a ton of brackets, and they won't be winning all of them. But in like my official one where I'm actually going try hard, I, as of today. Yeah, so if you, your try hard one, but then if you get like a perfect bracket on the other ones, it doesn't count. Okay, fine. Well, because I could make 15,000 <laughs> brackets too. No one's done it. Well, there was one guy that was close. I think yeah. he had 49 picks in a row. Yeah. Right now, my underrated team is Georgetown. I mean, they've been playing well recently. So I think if they win today, they get that automatic in. They've been hot. So I think you could see them make a little bit of a push. Maybe, like, win the first two games or whatever. But for a team that was not even going to make it to yeah. being in and possibly winning the first two years, I mean, especially with a coach that's, like, well known too. Sometimes you don't really see a team with a well known coach. Well, I mean, it's a NBA legend coach. He he's definitely has the ability to coach people in a big game. Patrick Ewing, you know. Yeah, but you know, sometimes I feel like a lot of colleges hire those NBA players and then don't do good. Well, I mean, another one that's doing good right now, Michigan, Jawan Howard. Yeah. Great coach. And that's a great team he has, to be fair. But they started off kind of rocky. People, everyone said they were overrated, but they yeah, they, they got their star too. Yeah. I know some people don't like him, but I still think he's a very good player. So, yeah. I mean, could be the best brother duo since the balls. Hey, it could happen. Uh, I mean, we're we're not necessarily early, but we haven't talked a lot about it. Do you have any opinions about NCAA Cam? I'm not really into it as much as this year as I have been in the past years. Um, so I don't really know like who the big teams yeah. are besides like Gonzaga. Do you, have, do you have a team you're, like, supporting going in? Like, who do you want? To who win? I want? Yeah. Florida. Just because I love Florida. But Florida's got some good players. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is a bucket. Yeah. They always do good, but they're always... They're, like... They always get that 316 yeah. exit, but... It's funny you say that. Florida's kind of underrated. You might get what you want. SEC teams Scott. are not yeah. usually the best of basketball. But the SEC is great. Especially LSU and Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I think Arkansas. We're playing a very close game right now. <laughs> I think Arkansas is super good, actually. Yeah. I think the SEC, especially compared well, to the Well, this Warriors, year. This year, the compared, SEC is yeah. awesome because they have Arkansas great, Alabama's great. Before Tennessee this, just got, just not destroyed, but just heartbroken by yeah. Alabama. But they're, they've been pretty solid all year. You know, Florida. They have a lot of good teams in the SEC this year for basketball, which... Alabama know, was good to start the year. Yeah. Kind of fell off. No, Arkansas bit. with Moses Moody. That's a team I really like, too. I still wanted to see last year... Anthony Edwards to go on a run. Yeah, first Georgia. time Georgia was good in a while, but 
Yeah. All right. So I, that moves on from March Madness. We're definitely going to talk about it a lot more next episode when we yeah. have like full bracket stuff like that. Uh, then I think the last major topic we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about it for a minute, but just moving on to the NFL. Uh, biggest news this week was probably the Dak Prescott deal. Got paid. Second, <laughs> second highest paid quarterback in the league. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Do we blame the Cowboys? What are we thinking? Blame the Cowboys for what? Giving them all that money. Do we think... Well, I mean, it's someone else's fault. No, I know, I'll, but... No, but I'm saying... Sorry. Who else are we blaming? Do you... I'm not Were saying... Are going to blame Gary Jones? Are going to blame the Eagles? I don't mean... Roger right. Goodell? Who are we going to blame? I mean, like... Were they giving the money in a McDonald's bag? <laughs> this is in Tennessee. <laughs> Close. I mean, I don't mean... Are they the people we should blame? I mean, do you blame them or not? My bad. Yeah, blame them for what? Blame, wait, what do you they? think they should have gave him the money? Oh, do you think? He yeah, I think that? I think they should have gave him the money. <laughs> Why you don't? I never said it. And I think he deserves that. Oh, I thought you just said no. He's a good quarterback. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean, I'm not the biggest Cowboys fan, but I think Dak Prescott is pretty good. And I yeah. think he, I don't know if he deserves that much money, but in the sense of him being a franchise quarterback on a team that has a lot of money, I think he. Someone was gonna give it to him. Yeah. I mean, so I don't think it was anyone ever besides the Cowboys. Everyone was no, saying he's the, gonna. Everyone knew the Cowboys would get him. Yeah, but uh, I mean, how do we feel? We see a lot of people talking about it now, especially with the Chiefs losing Fisher and Schwartz. Do we think it's a good idea to give a quarterback that much money? You see a guy like Tom Brady, you know, greatest quarterback of well, all time. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes took a pay cut too. Well, uh, he beat. Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, well, they both took a pay cut. Yeah, yeah but, but you see Patrick Mahomes, he lost his starting center, left tackle, right tackle, and people already complained about his cover. Yeah. Hopefully his they walking. find him. <laughs> You're on a roll today. Thanks. Hopefully they find you. Roll tide. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't like Alabama. <laughs> All right, this section's a mess. But anyways, Dak Prescott got his payday. I also agree with Benny and Cam. He deserves it. And the idea of paying a quarterback all that money is, I don't think it's a problem necessarily because quarterbacks, I mean, they play the hardest position in the league and they deserve a lot of money because the NFL makes so much money. But I understand the fact that some people don't like when their team falls due to that and that's why whenever you see a player taking pay cuts i respect it but i mean we'll see the chiefs definitely their team and me betting's mock draft that i believe i had them taking off into linemen and we both did yeah we, we both, both had them taking I yeah think, the same one yeah or close to something like that so i mean that's definitely stands true because they could really use it now yeah i mean i think he deserved the money i don't know if all of it but i think mahomes and brady taking pay cuts I think that's good to see, especially, like, we knew Brady would, but I think it's good to see Mahomes take it, because that definitely changes the narrative. I think with him taking pay cuts, I don't think quarterbacks will start getting paid less, but they're going to start taking pay cuts. I don't know why, but I think, like, obviously you could just pay him less in a contract. Well, obviously. But what's the point of giving him $50 million and then taking 17 away from it the next year? Like, just only pay him... 37 million. I know that's not a lot to him, but... 33. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's counting? Someone. Yeah. <laughs> Someone. Uh, yeah, I mean... Alright, let's just move on to the next thing. That was kind of a, a mess, but... 
point of the story is quarterbacks are getting paid and then taking pay cuts. But uh, oh, bring me my money. Big yes, sir. <laughs> big news for Pats fans: Cam Newton is was resigned one year, about fourteen million, including incentives. I think up to seventeen. Yeah, well, the base salary itself is only like 5.5 or something like that. Yeah, and then but the rest were like Pro this, Bowl, yeah, All and like, NFL. And like signing bonuses and, and stuff like that. And then playoffs and stuff. So would you say the base was? Uh, I don't know for sure. You, oh. might, you can So that's that. probably what it's going to be. But the base wasn't super high. I mean, unless he's going to win MVP again. Yeah. I mean, so he's back. And then, Cam, I wanted to ask you about this first. What do you think the Pat should do? Do you think they should draft receiver or sign receivers? Or do you think they should still look at a quarterback? Um... I think they should first-round draft quarterback, try to get a guy like Mac Jones because you get Cam Newton and then kind of have him breed under a guy like Cam Newton because he's, Cam Newton's not good, but he's kind of older, you know, that veteran kind of player. I mean, I, if I was Patriots, I would not re-sign Cam Newton after last season. You, you're a quarterback and you have nine passing touchdowns. I mean, you're, you're a bum, dude. <laughs> like, I, I still can't believe they did that, especially – the money they spent on them. But I think we need to go signing and free agency. We definitely need to get receivers, especially if trade talks for Nikhil Harry. Um, you know, first was a guy like Galladay, and then he's asking for 20 mil. Yeah, I think and he should. I agree. He, but the Pats won't get it to him. Yeah. aren't going to give him 20 mil. A team like the Jets, probably. But what I think personally is the best move, Belichick will never do it. Or, yeah, he'll never do it, but the idea of trading up for someone like Trey Lance would be so great for the Patriots. They could really use someone like him, especially in in real time. He starts slipping past that, like, 8-9 pick spot. I think Belichick's got to call up and make a trade happen because Trey Lance, under a guy like Cam Newton for, like, half a season and then put Lance in when he's ready, it, it could be really, it could be a good fit one, and it could really, like, it could help Lance's career more than people realize. But... Yeah, I mean, if not, then just through the draft, please bolster the receiving core. Give Cam Newton a better shot because he's not the same quarterback he was. But they always. But I will give it to him. Give him a better chance. Yeah. We just had no one to throw to. Also, yeah. that's the thing with Brady too. We we just didn't have any. So, uh, Cam Newton, you're also a bum last year. <laughs> but I, I, half of it, I'll give it to our receivers because they're awful. The Patriots receivers. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Benning? I think outside. it's a terrible signing. Why would you <laughs> sign, why would you re-sign him? I would not. I would Jesus. give him maybe a million dollars. That's it. Um, that's that uh, only. Well, that's I, the league minimum. I so. I, I, I change I, the league mini, minimum to like fifteen bucks. I there don't you think, go. Uh, I've never. You can be the water boy. To be fair, Jeez. I've never seen someone play bad and triple their pay. I don't even. Yes, I, I don't understand. Really like, weird. oh man. On first down, you pass the ball. On second down. He runs the ball. It, no, it's a pass play, but he runs the ball. <laughs> On third down, he tries to run the ball again. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I think his season last year was defined by that Seahawks play. Yeah. Where yeah. he tried to run yeah. at that, the end of the game and got absolutely destroyed. destroyed. Or if, maybe that Bills game. If that, oh, that was embarrassing. When he tried to run and then fumbled the ball. If either of those plays went another way, then Pat's man would look at Cam Newton so much. Oh, yeah, obviously, because yes. that was good plays, and then yeah. he didn't. Like, you're, you're a bum. The Seahawks play, just quick on both of those, Seahawks play was not his fault. McDaniels runs the same stupid run yeah. four straight plays, and it doesn't work on three of them. Yeah, he's and bigger than everyone on the field. It is his fault. He's a bump. Yeah, he should is. be jumping over the he top. Should. Bro, they had, they had Blitz Boy coming off. They sent a Okay, weapon. Blitz Boy is a bum too, so. <laughs> 
But that Bills player. Everyone yeah. on that Patriots team is god awful. Besides, like defense is still decent. Yeah, besides, defense is all right. Yeah, all right, not great. We, got, uh, we just put in Stidham and Acai Bowl, and then there's your <laughs> best duo in the league. All right, quickly touching on uh, one of the first real trades of the offseason. Isaiah Wilson finally gets out of Tennessee. Uh, if you're not familiar with Isaiah Wilson, he was the 28th pick last year, and he could not stay out of trouble. He got a lot of... He had some DUI stuff. He had some altercations. He was he's kind of a mess. I don't know how you found that much fun in Tennessee during COVID times. But they... Well, sh- him and Taylor Swift probably got into it. <laughs> he got shipped off to Miami. Uh, it was Isaiah Wilson, the seventh round pick for Miami, seventh round pick. So obviously for a first round so pick... So basically yeah, just... For a first round pick, that's awful value, which he didn't really... He didn't get to play because he can't figure his stuff out. I mean... I'm gonna ask Banning about this more because I know you pay attention to that trade more. Unless Cam, unless you have something to say about it. But do we? How do we feel about Isaiah Wilson? Do you think he's a help to the Dolphins team or not? I don't think he can hurt them at all. I don't know. If he keeps doing this stuff, I feel like he actually does hurt them. Well, what did they? They traded him in a seventh for a seventh. No, I don't think they lost too much value. They're obviously not losing any value. They kind of got him for free. Yeah, but, if you get him for free, but if it, you can get any player for free, I don't think it can hurt you yeah. at all. I know, but locker room wise, especially that young Miami team, yeah, I, I, I don't think he has enough voice in that yeah, locker room I think, to make all right, him this is my If he's getting in trouble in Tennessee. He's getting in trouble in Miami. Miami. Facts. Like, <laughs> no, he's going to turn it around. I don't think he's he good will. enough talent. He's a good talent. I mean, he's a first round pick, and people thought he was like a sleeper. People thought he was a really good pick, and because he fell because of off the field issues, and he can't figure it out. You always see people have off. Brian the field. Flores will set him straight. <laughs> yeah, he's a good coach. I mean, but, if you can get him for free, I don't think it can hurt you. Yeah. I get all right. One of the last things we're going to talk about in the episode, probably the last thing, is some notable free agents. What and we can just talk about how we feel about them and if you have an opinion on where they might fit well. That's another good thing. So I mean, let's start with Aaron Jones, um, the Packers running back. We already know where Cam thinks he should go. You've been saying it since day one. Miami. Yeah. 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 I think it'd be a great fit in Miami, but also I think that he'd uh, a good fit in Atlanta. No, which is you I said. Mean, I thought Tar Gurley was gonna have a monster year. Yeah, I said you, you I did, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. that. But I, I, I was saying I saw something he could go there. You better hope he doesn't. I mean, though. I hope he doesn't because Tar Gurley. Tar Gurley's got. Please, please, please. <laughs> yeah, but I think Miami uh, would definitely. He'd definitely help there. Yeah. Because they, he's that one piece that they need to add. In they everything. offer him like eight million dollars or whatever. Kind of a slap in the face. Too. Yeah, yeah. Did, did they? Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah. less than ten million. They didn't offer him what he wanted. For All right, sure. well, maybe he's not. But they might. They might work things out. Though. No, definitely. no. Green Bay did. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so that's he, why he's, he's, definitely, he's yeah. definitely not going back yeah. to Green Bay. But they, uh, they also said that they, they didn't place the franchise tag on him, hoping that they try to resign. Him. They, they him, thought but... they'd get a better long-term deal, and he yeah. didn't like. I it. think they said that, but I think they also there's no reason yeah. for him yeah. to go back there. I think he's. It's weird because you see a guy that good. And you're like, oh, yeah, he shouldn't go back. Like, they just let him walk. But I think it's a good decision. I, yeah. I, yeah, I understand what the Packers were thinking. Especially when you have a good, another good running back, too. Yeah, they, got, they, they have Williams. They have Dylan. They're both two good yeah. backs. And you can yeah. get another one this year, too. Yeah, exactly. There's a good They could even back draft, like, Harris if they wanted to. Yeah, true. End of the yeah. first. Yeah, I think I actually agree with that Dolphins 
decision a lot because the Dolphins, if they don't like Etienne or Harris in the draft, they don't really have to spend a first round pick on either one of those guys. If they can get Aaron Jones, they have the money for it. I mean, I think he'd fit well. He fits with their timeline. He's not super old or anything. Yeah, or I think if they trade that first round for Deshaun. Yeah, if they lose their pick anyway in a big trade, then yeah, I think Aaron Jones is a good signing. Yeah. I agree with that for sure. Well, I think if they get Watson, I don't know if they can pay Jones as much as you want to. True, but I think they'll figure. They're yeah. definitely if they get Jones first, especially, especially well, they they'll are be able to then. Yeah, yeah they're going to be able to clear some. They're going to clear some cap. Uh, Ben, do you like Aaron Jones to Miami? How you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, I think that's a good deal. All right. Uh, where else is he gonna go? There's that's, a, where, that's where I said I thought yeah. it was a good deal. Well, you said like, yeah, it's a good deal. Like, he doesn't fit on any team that well yeah. for how good he is. Uh, all right, let's talk about Juju. I, I personally think he'll go back to the Steelers. Everyone always says, I want to go back. I want to go back no matter what, just to sound nice. Clay, but, Chase Claypool said he's going back. I legitimately yeah. think Juju's going back to the Steelers. Yeah. They they can't really lose him. I love Deontay Johnson, but he drops the ball too much. Claypool still has a lot of room to develop as a player. Juju Smith-Schuster is a good receiver. Claypool has a lot to develop in general. Yeah. (laughs) He said, if you were given a chance to uh, review your TikToks, like if you could start the season over, what would you do? Uh, I'd make more TikToks. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, bud. Yeah. It's my dog. (laughs) How do you feel about Juju? I I think he... Eagles. Not a question now. But uh, I I think he'll go to Steelers, but if not, he'll probably go to Oakland. Las Vegas, but um, yeah, I think he, I think he'll resign. Show up to Oakland, and he's like, "Oh, where's the football team?" <laughs> <laughs> well, the football team's in Washington, so <laughs> not next year. <laughs> how, how do you feel about Juju? Um, I don't know. I think I can't see him anywhere besides the Steelers for some reason. Yeah, mm. but I, I don't know. He's kind of weird about it too. Like I could definitely see him not going back, but I don't know where he would go. Yeah. He could go somewhere like maybe the Colts or something. I think that'd be oh, a good yeah, fit for him. Yeah, that Especially would be cool. he'd be behind uh, Pippen. <laughs> uh, quick offensive lineman to talk about. Uh, I mean, it's hard to dig deep into these guys, but as Pats fans, Joe Tooney, he's definitely out. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people say Seahawks. I think that's perfectly fine. I actually like what a lot of people are saying about these upcoming free agents. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks or maybe football team next to Sheriff would be cool. Yeah. I Either. would not want to go there. I don't think he would personally, but if he gets a bag and they're up and coming team, then they'd have like two of the best yeah, guards. They also in the have league. the worst owner in at, like, oh yeah, the yeah sports. But, they got the best but if, if if they get Tooney and Sheriff, they low-key have like the best. Or he might go to the Lions or the Dolphins. That's where everybody yeah. wants to go after. That. <laughs> He's yeah. going to the Lions. Do <laughs> you see anywhere else for Tooney? Uh no, I kind of agree with you, uh, with you on that. Yeah. yeah, Russell Wilson needs a guy, so yeah. yeah. That's I mean, Tooney's a great. Or he could follow Wilson to the Bears. The Pats oh, are that'd be good, yeah. yeah. The Pats are lucky they got a guy like on the way. If Tooney goes to the Bears, Wilson's going. Because they're childhood buddies. Hey, write it down. <laughs> <laughs> write it down. Yeah, I mean, we did see something that said if Wilson does go to the Bears, Colin Kaepernick could be in the running to be <laughs> yeah. the Seahawks quarterback. No joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Alright, uh, one last I mean, there's some other guys on this list. Uh Ngakwe, Clowney, Trent Williams. I still think but... Trent Williams is possibly Trent... one of the best. Oh, he's the one of the best yeah. ones, but that's gonna be hard for me personally unless you have a team that comes to mind i think trent williams is an amazing player but i can't even I think imagine go to the packers packers would be cool that's another guy that the seahawks could look for but they they got to focus more on tuning if i were them i think yeah they definitely need a guard more than yeah. a tackle but i guess the last big one we talked about earlier he's asking for a lot of money he's not going back to the lions uh kenny galladay what's a team that you think one will pay him two could use him you go first 
Bring him to New York. <laughs> the Giants? Yep. Yeah. I think, honestly, yeah, that's that's good. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and he's, I've seen everyone I told, but like, he's the, he's definitely, like, this season is going to be, like, his really breakout season. Like, I mean, his numbers are pretty yeah, identical yeah, to Megatron's in his yeah, first couple I know. years. Galladay's on a roll. He really is. He's an amazing receiver. Uh, I think the Giants would be dope. They need a number one receiver. They can't yeah. keep getting slot guys. I know. But if they get him, too, I mean... That also opens up the draft a lot. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of a reach on my... This isn't my pick because the Giants would be my pick. But something I think would be cool, if they can clear up the cap space, the Ravens would be so interesting to have a guy like Galladay. I don't think... I don't, I don't think he'd fit in. No. Nah, he, he should go to the Giants. He, yeah, because he wouldn't have... <laughs> I, I agree with that because he wouldn't have as big of a season as he would because yeah, but I don't Lamar think it, isn't that kind of a player that... I know, but Galladay doesn't strike me as the type of guy yeah. that cares that much about numbers. The Giants is the best fit. I, think, I also think the Giants will probably snatch him up yeah. but if the Ravens could clear some cap space then Lamar would really have the number one guy and he's yeah. not much of a thrower but he also well, he what? threw a good amount last year yeah. too he just didn't have he Marquise doesn't have Brown doesn't know how to catch a football yeah that's what I'm saying but if you have a guy like Marquise Brown who's kind of smaller got the speed and the Marquise guy like Brown Galladay would definitely go be a good it. slot guy yeah, yeah Galladay can go up and get it Marquise Brown the slot it would be cool but the Ravens also don't have great cap space so there would be, need to be moves that come before that yeah, I, it'll I be interesting. Yeah, I like it's that also pick. interesting since Robinson's off the board. Yeah, that was actually I was surprised by that. He must be pissed. I wouldn't want to be on the Bears right now either. Yeah, I also saw some stuff he could be traded to potentially. Yeah. Robinson. Robinson. Oh yeah, him and oh, him, yeah. him and Gallagher are like one A and one B. Really. Yeah, that's. Really I think good. so. The race might get a little. I think Galladay might get more money than he was going to now because Alan Robinson yeah. got that tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Allen Robinson is good enough to get a franchise tag. I remember people were really hating on him in Jacksonville. People thought he was a bum. And then he comes out, has a good year in Jacksonville because of Chicago. Well, yeah, because he great. had a great quarterback. Yeah. And then just wasn't... I mean, he has got better over the years. But some people say he's never had a great quarterback. Look at his past two quarterbacks. Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> That's the best you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trubisky's pro bowler. Bortles played in the AFC Championship. Yeah. Bortles on that Jaguars team. Uh, and you can't forget Trubisky also has the MVP. And Blake Bortles is winning next year. <laughs> Once Jared Goff gets hurt and um, <laughs> that other guy, Wofford, the guy <laughs> worked at like IBM or whatever. Yeah. Jared, <laughs> yeah. Jared Goff's on the lines now. Oh, yeah. This kind of weird to think about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Stafford and Wofford are out though. Yeah. I'm with the... Put Blake Bortles on the Ravens. <laughs> I think... <yeah. laughs> He's better than Lamar. Probably. Lamar can't win in the playoffs. Blake Bortles has more playoff wins. Uh, that's true. That is true. That is true. Yeah. true. Alright. But well, let's look at Blake Bortles' team that he's been on. Well, look at Lamar Jackson's <laughs> team. <laughs> that's the title of the episode. They both had top defenses. That's the title of the episode. Blake Bortles or Lamar Jackson. Well, no. The titles Blake Bortles is better than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> the clickbait. It's not clickbait because it's true. <laughs> Which, which one's better? Like Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles had the most rushing yards, and then Lamar Jackson comes in and copies him. All right. That's where we're going to wrap up the episode. Uh, it was a mess, but... Really? Yeah. I think it was a good episode. No, it was. We lost it a little in the NFL, but it was... No, nah, we definitely brought up some good points. The free agency stuff was interesting. Blake Bortles, the Blake, GOAT. Blake Bortles, the GOAT. I think this next two weeks are going to be pretty interesting around all the leagues, honestly, because it's going to be a lot of things coming out. Trade, trade deadlines coming up, a lot of trades coming up, free agent signing. So yeah, this is kind of a bridge episode leading yeah. into more exciting stuff. Get me want to close yeah. us out. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to episode six of Nosebleeds. You can follow us on Instagram at the underscore nosebleeds underscore podcast. And that does it for episode six. All right. Peace out. Mama Mama out. out.